to the Hallmarkies podcast. We're so excited today to be here to give you another uh, interview with a Hallmark actor. We are talking to Madison Smith, who's going to be in the upcoming Falling for You. And I'm Rachel. Amber's here. Hello, everybody. Yes. And Madison, thanks so much for joining us. This is so much fun. Uh, thank you so much for having me, guys. I, I, I was really excited when I heard you guys wanted to have me on. And, and uh, yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. So why don't you start, tell us a little bit about yourself, introduce yourself and tell us what inspired you to become an actor. Well, uh, my name is Madison Smith. I, um, I was an athlete sort of growing up my whole life. I wanted to be a, uh, an NHL hockey player and a MLB baseball player all at the same time, which <laughs> didn't exist in history. And still I didn't succeed at that. So it didn't exist <laughs> with me either. Uh, so my whole life, I remember play, wanting to play sports. And even though I had this feeling that I wanted to do something to do with acting, I remember I grew up in a small town and I was like, Oh, what if I did a play? Oh, but what if my hockey team buddies came to watch? And now I was really embarrassed about that. Now I'm like, this is so cool. I don't know why I didn't do this when I was 12. <laughs> uh, would have been way better. So yeah, I, um, I was playing college baseball in Kelowna, BC and uh, after a year of that I was I was just established that I was on sort of the wrong path and tried to figure out what I was going to do my mom actually was one who suggested she's like hey why don't you give acting a try and I was like I got that little pitter patter in my chest and I was like okay uh, within about six months I had moved to Vancouver I joined a new acting school called uh, Vancouver Academy of Dramatic Arts it's mm -hmm. a six-month program here in Vancouver and uh, less than a year after I finished that, I, I booked my first lifetime movie and sort of went from there. Cool. So you're like a real life Troy Bolton from High School Musical, but uh, but with hockey. Honestly, Get Your Head in the Game was like, <laughs> I, I remember thinking, or no, it wasn't Get Your Head in the Game. It was uh, Go With the Status Quo. I remember always being like, that's yeah. like a very, very like hits home song for me. I don't know what it is. <laughs> They, they they forced you to stick to the status quo. They did. Oh, man. <laughs> now I'm very happy. And I get to be like, uh, now it seems like such a cool thing. I, I I mean, I remember being the hockey player, you know, going down the hallways, wearing my rep hockey jacket. And now I'm like, <laughs> I just I like dressing in cool clothes and being like, hey, I'm going to this cool audition for the new great show that you guys are all going to watch. And it's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> Very good. Oh, that's really cool. Uh, so you, you started yeah, your first project. Did you say was for lifetime? Yeah. Um, actually funny enough, my first project, uh, didn't come through an agency. It came through uh, an ex-girlfriend of mine in Kelowna, heard a, a thing on the radio saying they were looking for actors who looked similar to, uh, Grant Gustin, who's the, um, the young man who plays the flash. They were looking for actors who looked similar, similar to him, uh, local in Kelowna. She have emailed me and she's like, hey, I don't know if uh, this is something that you can do in Vancouver, but they're looking for people like this. I was, you know, around the same age and had the same hair color. So <laughs> I, I submitted. Um, I got an email back pretty much immediately and they said, hey, Madison, thank you so much for uh, submitting. We actually... Um, have just filled the position. It's too bad you look a lot like Grant. It would have worked really well. I was like, okay, thanks. No big deal. About, I'd say, 45 minutes later, I get another email and they say, 
hey, Madison, actually, you look too much like Grant. We need you to put this scene on tape. Can you send it to us as soon as possible? I think I sent that to them in two hours. And um, I think within a day, I found out I booked my first role, which I got paid as a local in Kelowna. So I had to drive myself there and put myself up. I didn't even get to be in a trailer or have makeup or anything. It was pre-production where all of my scenes were filmed on like an iPhone because it was supposed to be a flashback scene or a, a, she was supposed to be watching a scene on her phone. Mm-hmm. So it, I, it wasn't an experience of being on set at all. And it was really quite strange. Um, even I remember the day I booked it, I actually got into a car accident that day. I was in the passenger seat and we drove into a pole. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, th- my first booking was all the makings of its own Lifetime movie. So, <laughs> But right after that, I, I booked, uh, because I had, you know, I sort of struck gold with a, a, a role. I got my next booking within a month. I think I played a, uh, I played in a horror movie for TV called Chupacabra versus the Alamo, where my downstairs area gets eaten by a, uh, by a monster. So wow. that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> Exciting life of being an actor. You never know what's going to happen. That's really funny. And you were on an episode of Psych? I was on an episode of Psych. I was in the final episode of Psych, which oh. um, was a dream come true because I was actually a huge fan of the show Psych. That was, uh, that was around before Netflix had sort of really started. And that was one of the first shows I ever really binge watched before <laughs> binge watching now which which obviously exists um there was a a girl at my acting school who worked the front desk and she had booked a super small part with one line on psych none of us knew what psych was so we decided hey let's me and another girl in class like let's let's watch psych see what it's all about within i'd say three weeks i was caught up which obviously i wasn't doing a lot in acting school because <laughs> all i was really paying attention to was psych um, but so I, I get an email from my agent at the time. Uh, they say, Hey, you have an audition for psych. I go in and, um, I, I, I thought it went really well. Casting director told me the next day, um, callbacks were happening and I go in and it's Steve Franks. The creator was, uh, he was the, um, the director of the final episode and mm-hmm. he's in the room. I do my audition for him and I'm on my way out and I say, Hey, I don't know if you can answer a question, but. Uh, it, it might be a question you can't answer. And he kind of got a little weird and awkward for a second. I was yeah. like, like uh, what question do you want to ask? And I go, are you guys going to get Emilio for the last episode? <laughs> and he goes, oh, oh, um, oh, that's a great question. I don't, I don't know. We're, we're trying, but I don't know if it's going to happen. But, uh, but honestly, though, that was a great question. I was like, okay, thanks. I'll see you later. I didn't hear anything for about five days. And then um, I knew it was sort of a bigger part. And so within about a week, I find out I have another audition for Psych, which was strange because I never had three auditions for the same role. Mm -hmm. Um, I found out after I booked it that the reason was Steve Franks actually wanted me for the role, but my resume wasn't big enough at the time for the role that I was booking. Uh, So they kind of went, we don't trust him. I'll tell you what bring in these bigger names and then also bring Madison back in. And so I luckily got a chance to go in for him again. He worked really close with me in that audition. I, uh, I even remember him sort of specifically directing specific moments just mm-hmm. to give it, it everything it needed. And 
I found out I booked it and it was honestly a dream come true because those two guys are some of my my heroes um and obviously I now psych is airing on uh, the Hallmark channel now right uh yeah movies and mysteries but yeah. movies and mysteries yeah because uh because yeah it was it was a show that didn't air in Canada and I mean a, a lot of people it was a, it had its niche group of people that watched it but I love it it's one of my favorite shows of all time yeah, I'm a big fan. Rachel got into it because she had to, because we cover Hallmark things. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I, my whole family watched it from day one. So. Oh, really? Yeah. So I was like, hey, that's like I'm from Psych. <laughs> that's like I'm from Psych. <laughs> yeah, I got, I, it was awesome. Like, and I got to meet Billy Zane. Um, I remember introducing myself to him twice because I was so nervous. Uh, <laughs> I didn't realize. So it was, it was kind of funny. We were on set, and I had most of my scenes with Corbin in the, in the classroom. And then I'm standing behind Corbin at one point when he's like firing a gun and Sean and Gus drive through the scene. So they didn't really have to be there except for the very end of it. They have to walk out of the car and see what's going on. And they have a couple lines, which was insane to watch happen because their creativity is, is amazing. Like they got out, they said what was scripted, which was great and funny and hilarious. And then as soon as they were done, it was like Dulé Hill, uh, James Rode, and Steve Franks all are kind of like huddled up and they go, so what do you think? Do I, have we done a cop-out joke? Should we try a cop-out joke? Oh, cop-out joke could work. Okay, cool. Let's do it. Without running anything, they just decide they're going to try something new and they throw in a Bruce Willis cop-out joke for Corbin and it was hilarious. And it happened within like 30 seconds. It was <laughs> It was insane how amazing it was. So then they're doing another setup because they want to do a crane shot for us leaving. And we're all standing around the truck. And finally, Steve Franks goes, oh, guys, by the way, this is, this is Madison. Uh, he's a huge fan of the show. And I got, like, red in my face. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. And I made a terrible joke. I was like, oh, no, I hate the show. <laughs> I think I blacked out for a second. I don't know if I fell or not, but I know I, I don't remember. And then it's like two minutes later and I go, Oh no, I just realized I didn't introduce myself to Billy Zane. What a jerk I am. <laughs> so I go over and I'm like, Hey Billy, I just want to introduce myself to Madison. He goes, I know you, you we did that like a second ago. <laughs> over there. <laughs> oh no. You're just like, yeah. I wanted it again. Second I <laughs> am so sorry, <laughs> but uh, you're great in Titanic. So goodbye. Nice. <laughs> 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 yeah very good well so your first role for hallmark was in a garage sale mystery mm -hmm. correct yes um, it was yes so the the wedding dress uh mm -hmm. what was your role in that and and was that fun to be a part of it was it was actually quite awesome that was my first time um being on set with a, a celebrity that i really like knew so well i mean i had done i think that was actually just before i'd done psych actually so I hadn't worked with Corbin at the point. So Lori was my first star that I actually got a chance to yeah. work with because until that time, most of my roles had been in like the teasers and stuff like that. So it's when you work with, um, you know, people that you see in class all the time where you're, I, I, you know, I've been that person who like dies. So that's why the guys from Supernatural come to Vancouver yeah. or whatever it is. <laughs> so I didn't really have these scenes with, with these uh, actors who I recognize. And my first time was with Lori and lo and behold, she's the nicest person I've ever met in my entire life. So that was kind of cool. I remember we were on, we were waiting between scenes at one point and I was like, Hey, so how was your weekend? She goes, 
Oh, it was good. Um, yeah, I just had uh, dinner at my friend Gwyneth's house. And I was like, Gwyneth? Is in like Paltrow? Oh, yeah, yeah. Our kids go to school together. Like, That's cool. I was serving food to people I don't know at Cactus Club Cafe in Vancouver. So. Our lives are the same. Yeah. She's like, yeah, yeah, Wolfgang Puck. He was the, he catered it. And I was like, oh. <laughs> that's really cool um i so yeah it was really weird so uh, but i i got a chance to work with laurie and that was fantastic my first day on set was uh like an emotional scene with her and in the cafe and mm -hmm. and that was just fun to work with she's she's an incredible person and an incredible talent and then uh working with eva was fantastic so that was great um and anyway, yeah it was my first trip into hallmark so i got a chance to find out that how much I really enjoyed being on set with uh, such an amazing um, company. Cool. So were you like a love interest for Eva? Yeah, that's always the funny thing is Eva seems to have a new boy in every <laughs> garage sale mystery. I wonder if that's part of her contract, but I don't know what it is. Because and even now, um, every time there's a new garage sale mystery, they say, hey, Madison, you have an, an audition for Garage Sale Mystery. And I go, oh, is it for the, like a boyfriend? They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so I've done that. And they're like, oh, okay, hold on. And then they call me back in two minutes. Like, okay, you don't have an audition tomorrow. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, they had in the recent uh, months, they had yeah. a cop who made it to two episodes. I've, I've and, heard about this. Yeah. Yeah. So that was pretty exciting. <laughs> we were all pretty helpful, but yeah, uh, yeah, no, not because I'd love to come back. Tyler was yeah, a cool yeah, next one. Tyler comes back and she's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Come <laughs> by your Tyler. That's the, I really think that they should have like Tyler come back from China. And then it's like, there's like a Chinese element to like her mystery. And that's why I'm back. And then it's like, but she's dating another dude and Tyler comes back and it's like, Oh, well, I still love you. Uh, I think it would be good. I'm just yeah. I, if you guys have any poll at Hallmark, just give them a <laughs> we heads don't. up. Like, we hey, wish Madison, that we did. Madison's an idea for another Hallmark. Yeah. Uh, but but maybe maybe we'll end up talking to one of the writers on the show and we'll tell them what you said. I think it. I think it's a great idea. <laughs> hey, obviously, you know, obviously Hallmark casting me as people named Tyler is a thing that they like to do. Because in Frozen in Love, my kid name was also Tyler, so that was exciting. Mm. Well, I had a, in my own mind, I kind of went, you know, it's the same Tyler, but yeah. I don't think <laughs> yeah. it was. Well, we do believe in the Hallmark Cinematic Universe. So. Right, we are, exactly. we are big fans of the Hallmark Cinematic Universe. <laughs> and hey, you never know who could be listening. It's possible. Oh, exactly. Who knows? <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. Hey, guys, I, anybody listening out there, I'm, I'm ready to come back. Okay, let's do it. Here I am. But not as a dead body. Yeah. Not as, no, please no. Please no. <laughs> I will no. tie up my Converse shoes and head to the studio right now if you guys want to get So, all right. Well, let's talk about One Calls the Heart. Sounds good. So, your character, Roy. So, this character, as I recall, it was a pretty dark character for One Calls the Heart, at least. I totally agree. And that was actually one of the coolest parts about doing it is it, it did feel, it, it felt like any other show and it felt like it had, um, it had, yeah, had so much going for it. And, and it, it was fun to sink my teeth into because you got to feel empathy for a guy that was doing something that wasn't good, but you understood why he was doing it. And that was such a cool thing to go through because, 
um, you, you never want to go through these scenes and, and, and shows where you kind of go, oh, I don't, I don't get why this person's doing that. I don't, I don't understand them. So Roy was somebody that was really fun to play with because um, he wanted to do the right thing and he thought he was doing the right thing. And, um, you know, he didn't know he had a, he had a little boy um, when he left. He just, he just knew that he didn't want to be who his father was. And that was a really, that was a really cool scene to play with. Cause I, I, as an actor, sometimes you have to, you have to obviously draw on your own life and, I can't relate to that at all. Like I, I always wanted to be who my dad is, which was something that's I actually took from was that I thought, what if my dad wasn't the person that he was? Mm -hmm. And that's sort of what got me to a, a, an emotional place. Cause it just was like, if, if I wasn't lucky enough to have the father that I do, this could have been my life. And um, it was, it was a really a beautiful one. I got to work with Allie Milner, who was just, I, I've known Allie for a while and she's so fantastic and I was so happy that it got to be her that um, we got to have. And yeah, that was, that was honestly one of my favorite roles I've got to do to date so far. Yeah, it's a good one. And it was a pretty good meaty, uh, some meaty scenes for um, Daniel Lissing. I felt like some of his, yeah, you, you, you know, you two working together uh, cause he's trying to convince you to, you know, come back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, do play very so well. fun to work with. Yeah, so it was it was really those were great scenes, great work. Thank you. Because <laughs> sometimes, uh, sometimes Jack could just he was so like, I don't know. I felt like you didn't really get that like deeper side of him sometimes, uh, and um, uh, and it was nice to see that them really devote a lot of time to an arc with with Jack and yourself and him, mm -hmm. you know, so. Cause he's kind of the hero of the show. <laughs> he was. And, and honestly, was, I thought, yeah. I thought that was such a, a cool journey for him to go through where mm -hmm. it was, it was a different kind of heroic arc for him where he didn't have to catch the bad guy or, you know, be the, the right man for Elizabeth. He was, he was going and, you know, he was, he was trying to do the right thing for somebody else where it didn't, it didn't benefit him at all. It was just him being a, a great guy and a great hero and a great, protagonist for the show and and i thought it was an amazing arc for him and he he was yeah. so fun to work with and so uh such a a great actor to work with as well and and it was uh, yeah to like i said to this date one of my favorite uh, roles i got a chance to do yeah so you were in a movie last year called uh four christmases and a wedding for yeah. lifetime mm -hmm. uh, with ariel kebel who's definitely a hall star one of for the sure. <laughs> um so what was that like? Four Christmas and a Wedding was really cool because I um, I kind of got to do uh, a first time like arc over the course of uh, of time, mm -hmm. which was really cool. Character because he's changed every year. Um, basically, uh, for anybody who's listening that doesn't know the show that well, um, Four Christmas is a Wedding was about uh, a basically a, a party planning um, party planning company that. Uh, plans a Christmas festival every year. And in the first year, Ariel Kebble's character um, meets uh, a gentleman at the um, at the festival. He turns out to be leaving. May comes back the next year, but is dating somebody else. Uh, he comes back the year after. They're not together, but she's actually dating me. And then finally in the fourth year, timing works out perfect and they get together. Fifth year, they get married. Hence, four Christmases and a wedding. Uh, 
my character Ted worked with her at the uh, the party planning place and was really cool because in the first year he's so nerdy and really just there's no he doesn't have a chance with a girl like that and you know first asked her out with a snow globe to her house does not take it well that uh that she says no and just wants to be friends but you know as these nerdy guys and like myself do we just gotta roll with the punches <laughs> um within the second year you can tell um he's gotten over it and is is definitely um better with the fact that you know he works with this girl that he's got a crush on and just has a ton more confidence um which leads into the third year where they're finally dating because he, i don't think anybody wants to be with that person that you know pines after them and chases them around like a little uh sheepdog so when ted finally gets a little bit more confidence it makes sense that they're together but they're not meant to be. That was the the biggest part is Ted is a great guy, but he's not the right guy, mm-hmm. um, which is also a tough thing to be because he, he, it never feels like it shouldn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that was a fun one to do. I got to be like the uh, um, the the character in the notebook, the the other. Um, yeah, the James the guy. Yeah. character. Yeah. And it, which is, is, if you ask me, is he's plays one of the greatest characters in, you know, a romantic movie history because he does nothing wrong. He is the person you should root for, but you don't because of the other people's connection. And that's exactly what I was playing. Um, is that person who it's not that he's not a good guy. He's not the bad guy. He's not, there's no reason they shouldn't be together. It's just because the other two should. And you know, it's, it's, it is not much you can do. And I, I liked that because it was, it was a fun one to play around with that, you know, you're, you're hurt, but you get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just for the record though, I was team Ted. Like I, I was team Ted too. Ted. <laughs> Everybody else was like throwing Ted under the bus. No, I, I was like, team Ted. Except for like, movie, I was like, Ted's amazing. Oh my gosh. They're going to, they're together. I was so happy. <laughs> Year four came around and I was so mad. Uh, this is a true story. I think you even uh, text messaged me when yeah, you were watching. I was, I was like, are you kidding me? And then also this movie had the smallest ice skating rink in the history. So, so tiny. And also, and because it came out a full like year ago, I can talk about this now. The fact that um, the, the little girl didn't age in five, <laughs> five years right? blew my mind. <laughs> yeah that's right i'm so glad she was a fantastic little actress and i i loved being on set with her but it made no sense that she like they didn't they, they didn't even write her older like <laughs> like you know give her more meaty stuff to say she always had the same like i'm seven and i'm gonna talk like i'm seven <laughs> every year yeah like yeah. at the very last she's like look it's snowing and I was like, but you, you're 12 years old now. You're like on your iPhone, you know, <laughs> tweeting. There's no way you, you maybe would have tweeted this to Santa Claus. No, not said it. So that was always the funnest part. And then, yeah, the skating rink was so funny because uh, it, it, it was, as, as I'm sure most of the listeners know, most of these winter shows are filmed in, uh, in not in winter. They're very much filmed in summer in, uh, in Vancouver. So that's a one of those plastic ice rinks that you can, yeah. uh, can actually skate on, but 
they just had all of our extras wearing socks and pretending to skate. Oh, funny. And it, it makes it, you can tell if you know, but if, if you can't, if you don't know, you, you can't, you can kind of, you know, suspend disbelief, except for one time where Ariel's skating, which mm -hmm. is the greatest part. Cause she's kind of got like the rock and the tooth fairy where it's like, you know, the, <laughs> bit of the swagger. And you're like, okay, I don't think anybody, anybody does that, but okay. It's, <laughs> it works. That's fine. Otherwise it was a great movie. I loved those, those, mm -hmm. it was a fantastic movie. I loved to be in it and I actually loved watching it. So that was, mm -hmm. those are my, my fun little nitpicks at it. <laughs> but I, I legitimately was like, this movie should have been about Ted. Rachel knows <laughs> I was so mad about it. But also every single time they showed that teeny tiny skating rink, I just laughed to myself silly. Because <laughs> yeah. it was, how big was it in real life? Because on the screen, it looks like it was about five feet by 10 feet. Sure it was, it was bigger a little than that. Bigger. It was bigger than that. It was probably about, I would say, 25 feet long and about 15 feet wide. Yeah. Okay. okay so a little, a little bigger, but man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was pretty so tiny. Yeah, it looked like one of the ones they uh, when they had a one of those kind of plastic skating rinks on a um, cruise ship that I went on, and it kind oh, of really? about that size. Yeah, that they that they could put out. Yeah, it was really small. But uh, but anyway, so okay, so then this year you were in Frozen in Love, mm -hmm. and we had Sandy Sadu on oh, nice. the podcast, and we both we all agree, and we talked to her about it that we thought that you and and her character had a little bit of a connection. Had a bit of a connection. I I agreed, and I I kept on. Um, those are always the nice things you get to do when you're a side character is uh, you can make your own backstory that never gets explored but can maybe get picked up by people watching yeah. so we kind of like the idea that you know maybe maybe tyler had a bit of a crush on on her character and it was it was fun to play with because it was so cool to be on set with we got to film in revelstoke for a few days so we had to hang out at the hotel um up in a, a beautiful area and yeah i i like to think that somewhere out there tyler and uh tyler and her are you know, maybe on their third day. Well, yeah. I would like to see that. Like, I'm going to call up Rachel Lee Cook if I ever find her number and be like, you know, <laughs> we should have a sequel. Frozen in Love to Tyler and Sandy Sadu. Like, <laughs> uh, there, was, there was a whole bunch of cool things about that show, too, that, I mean, they, I was trying to get on the ice as much as I could because I played hockey as a kid, and I was, mm -hmm. I want to be in these, these ice rink parts. I want to be, I want to be one of the coaches, and they're like, if you were on set that day, we were going to have you, but I, it was, they filmed it the first day in Revelstoke when I wasn't there yet. So mm -hmm. it did out, unfortunately. Oh, I would have loved to be on the ice. <laughs> so this, maybe you would be the perfect man for our hockey falls in love with a figure skater movie. That we I love it. About. Yeah. Like, I think which, those, which are, those are like, fun. I know, I know it's the cutting edge, but not the cutting edge. <laughs> I get it, though. I mean, you can tell that story so many times, and I, it's, it never gets old. Yeah, I'm not saying you have to learn how to figure skate, but, like, just that dynamic. It will be our tie into the Olympics. I don't even... I, I was talking to somebody about this the other day, because I think I could learn to figure skate, not not to do turns and everything, but I could learn to use those skates, mm -hmm. but it would definitely be a learning curve, but it'd be kind of like going from riding, I don't know, a BMX bike to a road bike. Mm -hmm. It's different, but at the same time, you can get a feel for it probably pretty yeah. quick. So 
but I, I luckily don't have to prove that to anybody at this point <laughs> in my life. And uh, until I do, I'm going to say that I could dominate. I would, I would pick it up with that. And until I have to prove it, that's my stance. <laughs> I mean, it would be pretty great. We could have you and, uh, and uh, Andrea Brooks, because she was a, s- a skater growing up. So, Perfect. Yeah, there you go. Like, we- we've got it cast. We've got it planned. Where are we? <laughs> Honestly, like we, I really hope that somebody from Hallmark is listening to this right now. Like, Man, this Madison Smith, he can be in all these shows right now. This is great. Let's just put him on retainer. And I, I will, I, I'm just, if anybody's listening, I will say yes. Okay. I will, I will say yes. Good. <laughs> all right. So I, uh, so you have a, I saw a, a new, there's a new version of Sabrina coming mm-hmm. out um sabrina the teenage witch chilling adventures mm-hmm. of sabrina um i was just curious about that i hadn't seen that uh what's that going to be all about so uh i can't say too much about obviously my character i just can say that uh my name's steve loomis and i show up in the 10th episode of the first season mm-hmm. uh and it the show looks amazing it's uh it's set in the same sort of universe as uh, Riverdale, they don't have any plans, I think, at this point to do crossover stuff, okay. but it's implied that they live kind of in the same universe. Um, I remember actually when I auditioned, it was originally going to be set in 1967 or 68, and that was going to be a, a legit time. Um, but as of now, they're kind of doing the same thing that Riverdale does, where it could seem like literally today. And it could also seem like sometime in the 80s and the 70s and the 60s. It's just mm-hmm. the, the styles are always weird and the technology is always changing and, and weird. So it's, it's quite a cool show and it looks like it's going to be amazing. Kiernan mm-hmm. is such a great talent and the fact that she's going to be leading the show is awesome. Um, and I, I can't wait to watch. And that was mm-hmm. a cool thing getting, I, I got, um, yeah, uh, after just finishing uh salvation i got a chance to um be on set just a couple days for that and it was it was a really cool show Hmm. it it had it has great production value it has an amazing cast and it's gonna be it's gonna be chilling obviously from the trailer if you guys have seen (laughs) (laughs) where where's that gonna be on uh that's gonna be on netflix so you'll be able to watch that on i think october 26th so just in time for halloween cool great Mm -hmm. Um, and or if you're on Hallmark Channel, just in time for Christmas. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, you are going to be in Falling for You coming up on Hallmark. Uh, and I'm really excited for this. I interviewed Tyler. Yeah. He was so funny. <laughs> He's got to be the most chill guy I've ever talked to. I was, like, relaxed after the conversation. He was just Very so much cute. so, right? You just felt like you yeah. drank melatonin. <laughs> yeah in all the best kind of ways it was really fun and uh it was just it was great uh and that it just seems like a really i love the idea of a bachelor bake-off are you one of the bachelors me and matt visser play uh two of the bachelors um we are brothers (laughs) in this little universe and uh we are brought in to be two of the bachelor bakers and uh both of us don't like the other one as much as the other one doesn't like the other one. So that, uh, not in real life, at least I think I might like Matt more than he likes me, I'm sure. Because uh, I think he's great. But I, yeah, our, our, the brothers do not at all like each other, which made for some 
amazingly fun scenes and taylor was always so fun to be there with because she's she would strike lightning in a bottle at once every every scene that we had but literally could not keep it together um for the first seven tries of our takes like she <laughs> she would turn and like when we're just when we're doing blocking she would just immediately start to burst out laughing just when we would just stand next to each other she just <laughs> and it was so fun because I, I've had a, a, like, I loved watching Taylor Cole for the longest time. And, and I told her this, like, I had a crush on Taylor when I was, like, a, younger and before I was an actor. So then meeting Taylor in real life was, like, such a cool experience. And I, I like to joke with her that it was terrible. I was like, oh, you know, never meet your heroes. <laughs> but I, it's, like, it's a hard joke to make because she's obviously amazing. Uh mm -hmm. And yeah, it was it was really fun. I got to work with Peter Deloise again. That was my third time getting a chance to work with him. I worked with him on my first Garage Cell Mystery, uh, my first two episodes on When Calls the Heart, and then this was my third time with him. So yeah, I you get a feel for him very much so, and um, it's gonna be a fun one. It's gonna be a little. There's gonna be a lot of humor in this one, um, where it just you know it, it it's similar I think to Frozen in Love, where you know everybody can just kind of be like. You know, everybody lives a pretty good life. Things are things are hard economically, but you know, no one's no one. There's no problems in these people's lives. It's just like, hey, let's let's have a fun time at the movies for an hour and a half. Excellent. Yeah. We're very excited about. That. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just looks really funny and really charming, and I really liked Taylor's last movie, so that's making me kind of hyped about it. Mm -hmm. uh, so yay uh well that'll be great so we like to end our interview doing what we call the team beat questions which is okay kind of silly questions perfect so, so amber take Can it I give away silly answers? You should, yeah, you well yeah any way you want, want. This awesome is, this is your interview madison <laughs> okay i'm excited all right the first question best ice cream flavor oreo not cookies and cream. Cookies and cream is garbage and don't eat it. It's only <laughs> Oreo. So like Oreo in vanilla? Oreo ice cream. Yes, exactly. Like okay. Ore Oreos in vanilla. But if it's cookies and cream, that doesn't count. That's it's, 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 oh. it's just hmm. not the same. Oreos in chocolate ice cream? Oh, see, it just takes away from it. I, I, I went to Spaghetti Factory and I got like an Oreo cake, but it was chocolate with mm -hmm. Oreos. And it, I just wasn't the same. Yeah. <laughs> Vanilla and Oreos. Yeah, exactly. Like if going to Dairy Queen and getting an Oreo Blizzard or a McFlurry with Oreo. Like it's got to be Oreo. I know I, I seem very passionate about this and I am. No, it's important <laughs> to be passionate. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, favorite color? Blue. Cool. Blue. I don't know. I, I, I just said it, but I'm, oh, no, I'm, was it wrong? I'm like, I think that's right. It, I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm bang on with that. But you know, I, there's so many great colors out there. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you do say it wrong, you get thrown off the bridge, so. That's the worst part, right? I mean, <laughs> I might, like, that's the thing, I think I believe it, and I think I've convinced myself, and I'm sticking with it. I'm not even gonna, okay. I'm not gonna waver. It's blue, okay. it's blue. Okay, good. <laughs> We're proud All of you. All right, um, and then the next question is, what music are you listening to right now? Top 40, always top 40. Next question is, what is your go-to date night food? Pizza. Pizza. Nice. Called Panago Pizza. And I get the same thing every time. It's uh, pizza from Panago called Tropical Hawaiian, which is Hawaiian with 
uh, barbecue, uh, like a spicy barbecue sauce and bacon on it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, cheesy cheddar dip and Italian garlic. I know, again, I seem very passionate about this. And again, I am. I, can, I can't support you in your fruit on pizza. I, I can fully I support you. I think it was invented in Canada for one, Hawaiian one. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll take it to my grave. <laughs> forever. I don't know what it is. It's just like that little bit of sweetness with the salty. It's like, just it goes so well together. Yeah. I, I know, don't get me wrong, some people are um, like, just don't like that. But at the same time, I feel like we should just spread love in this world rather than more their pizza choices and don't diminish them. I mean, that's my feeling. Uh, you cannot like it. That's great. I also <laughs> olives, but I'm not going to get mad at you for getting a Supreme pizza. <laughs> I will get mad at her for getting a Supreme, and I will demand pineapple. Oh, there we go. Say it. Uh, uh. The next question is, what is your go-to date night activity? I love the movies. Uh, honestly, I go to the movies when I'm sad. I go to the movies when I'm happy. I love going into the movie theater, and I... Mm-hmm. I I get nervous, obviously, for the movie industry right now because I want, like, obviously, blockbuster movies are still happening, um, but there's just something about going to a theater, uh, turning your phone off for two hours, literally just being immersed in um, sort of a show that was made to be seen like that is is just my favorite. And luckily, have so many things we can do in Vancouver that we try and sort of double up. If we go to movies at night and go to uh, an escape room here in Vancouver, which are mm-hmm. just so much fun. We'll try and go bowling. Um, there's a place in uh, a town just next to us that has like a, it's a kind of an arcade-ish sort of place with mini golf, arcade games, and um, the basketball game where you keep on shooting in the basketball. Oh yeah, team. yeah. We are the two most competitive people in the <laughs> world. That there will be lineups of five-year-old children behind us that we won't let play because we need. <laughs> go back and forth. she is somehow just as good as i am and beats me half the time so then we go okay best of 11 <laughs> behind us it's like hey can i play wait your turn I actually do that and we're, we're good people it's fine if you make little kids wait their turn they need to learn to wait <laughs> exactly they literally say that it's on bumper stickers and everything and congrats to you on just getting engaged at Disneyland. That's very exciting. So, thank you. I'm really yeah. excited. Um, it's been my plan for about a year, um, and it was kind of funny because for the last year, my girlfriend every time we would have a little bit of uh, booze in our system would uh, emotionally ask, "When are you ever gonna propose?" <laughs> <laughs> I know when, but I can't tell you so stop asking <laughs> and not out loud so that was always the worst part um but it, it was great when it finally happened a lot of people ask if i had like a plan for what i was going to say and i knew i wasn't gonna be able to make it through i'm an actor who could not talk through my tears so Aww. Uh, thing. Uh, i think my exact words were <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then she said, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, <laughs> at least we're similar. That was yeah, great. Yeah. yeah, that's excellent. So Good. Um, all right, and then the next question is dogs or cats? Dogs. Dogs. All right. And funny enough, I like small dogs uh, because they are like super cuddly and amazing. Don't get me wrong, I love big dogs. Uh, my girlfriend has a Labrador, 
Um, we used to have a Bouvier Golden Retriever when I was a kid, um, and I love big dogs, but my family now has uh, two Maltese Havanese dogs. Um, between the two of them, I think they are about 28 pounds. Mm. They, they sleep in the little like crevice between your legs. I'm pretty sure if the house was on fire around us and the dog was sleeping on your lap, you'd be like, I got time. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. If the dog chooses you that day, you win. You win the day. Like, it doesn't matter what you're playing for. You've just won because they chose you. You've done something right, and you don't want to change it, even if there's fire. And then the next question is beaches or mountains? I go mountains because uh, I love – there's amazing hikes around here. Um, and then also I love to snowboard. There's uh, Whistler's, I mean, at two hours in my backyard. It is – to this day, probably the most fun activity that I can do. Took uh, my fiance there in I think March for her birthday and mm -hmm. taught her. She got a bit of a feel for it, but you could just tell wants to get better. And it's it's my favorite thing. Everybody can do it. Um, everybody can enjoy it together. And being on the mountain, you know, in your in your nice uh, warm winter clothes not getting soaking wet because you have good snow pants and stuff on. It's just, it makes, it makes the day amazing. You, you, you're getting exercise, but you're also out in the wilderness and it's my favorite thing to do. Snowboarding for sure. If anybody hasn't tried it, give it a shot. Okay. And uh, just saying Utah does have the greatest snow on earth. So. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Good point. Yeah. See? Maybe I'll trip down there. Do it. <laughs> hey, Hallmark occasionally films in Utah. I mean, I think there's a little bit more here, though. That's the thing. I mean, I know, but more. they do. I mean, <laughs> okay. They at least film a couple movies in Utah each year. <laughs> true enough, true enough. And then if you get one of those, boom, snowing. You can <laughs> go snowboarding. Exactly. I, on my lunch break, I'll, I'll go down the mountain, come back up, and, and film the next day. Yeah. It could happen. Perfect. It's I a perfect plan. <laughs> <laughs> All um. right. And then the next question is, suit and tie or sweats? Suit and tie. Mm. Um, Nice. I like dressing up if I can. I uh, and I just watched like Crazy Rich Asians, and I want to dress just like that dude all the time. <laughs> oh <laughs> my gosh! And I was like, I I, just, I need to dress better like that. H and M luckily makes you look like you have a lot of money mm -hmm. when you don't, so that's <laughs> good. I just bought a new blue nineteen dollar shirt, and whew, it looks good. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, and then the la the next question is, what is your favorite holiday to celebrate? Christmas. Yeah. Christmas. Yes, it's hard I think to beat Christmas. It's really tough to beat Christmas. My family always spends Christmas together. Um, we do every second year. We do somewhere uh, abroad and then somewhere um, somewhere at home. So mm -hmm. we uh, this last year we're at home. I think this year we're trying to figure out what we're going to do. Two years ago we did Hawaii. Two years before that, we did Vegas, and two years before that, we did Disneyland. So it's it's always a nice thing. We sort of plan two years in ahead, um, and it's always been really cool because it means the next year when you have you know a classic home Christmas, it makes it feel more special because mm -hmm. it's not something you just feel like you do every year and you don't look yeah. forward to. It's something that you kind of go, I miss, I miss the boring Christmas. I miss going home and laying on the couch after breakfast and waking up before dinner and then going to di bed after dinner and waking up for breakfast. That's, that was pretty much four days. So just food and sleep is your tradition. Right. <laughs> uh, eggnog was my, my best friend. There was like a, 
yeah. cut beside me at all times. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That sounds great. And right? then the last question. It's the hardest question of all. Uh-oh. Yeah. And you're from Canada, so you're going to have even a harder time. Don't worry about it. Favorite Hallmark movie? Loved Frozen in Love. I loved watching it. It made me so happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, like, I, it was my first time getting a chance to meet Niall, and then seeing what he did on camera was just so fun. Rachel, I thought, had so much fun, like, was so funny in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to be, it's going to be my number one. I do love watching the, uh, the mystery ones, though. Like, I mean, I think the Aurora Tea Garden ones are, are getting better and better. Mm-hmm. And I think the Garage Sale Mystery ones are, are fantastic. Lori is so good. I mean, Lori's stupid good. So, I mean, it, there, there's no lack of great movies on Hallmark, but I would actually have to say Frozen and Love is my number one. And I feel bad just picking one that's my favorite. No, that I, no, no, it's fine. All. You actually, like, listed a movie you weren't in. You're already beating a lot of the other Canadian actors. <laughs> 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 well... This was so much fun. We had a great time talking with you. And thank you so much for taking the time. And uh, where can people find you? Like on social media or all that fun stuff? Uh, Social media, my handle is at MaddoSmith21, M-A-D-O-S-M-I-T-H 21. Uh, It was my hockey nickname as a kid. Everybody, when you play hockey, you either have a Y or an O at the end of your name. And I was one of the lucky ones to have an O at the end of it. (laughs) So uh, that's been my you know twitter instagram for a long time so matto smith 21 uh i yeah and uh you know you look forward to me in falling for you um which funny story i remember thinking you know what these hallmark movies always usually have something to do with the season but you know it's weird that it's called falling for you and she goes it was taylor cole she went madison (laughs) fall and i was like oh (laughs) fall because i thought it would say like something about autumn in my mind, I was like, you know, autumn and love or something. And I was like, but falling for you, that's just so so plain. And like, and then I, yeah, I, I felt really awkward when I <laughs> did it. You see me coming up and falling for you. You can see me on October 26th. Uh, if you binge watch all the way to the 10th episode of Sabrina. And uh, Valley of the Boom comes out, I think sometime late in the year, which is a like a, <clears throat> a retelling of um, sort of the building of Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then, yeah, everything else is kind of, uh, auditions and, uh, looking for the next thing. So I hope to right. be on Hallmark again soon and other places people can watch it. Well, keep us posted for sure. Of course. And that would be great. And Amber, where can people find you? As always, I'm at Amber Brainwaves on Twitter and that's it. Yeah, great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews on iTunes and on YouTube. And make sure you're following the podcast at Hallmarkies Pod on Instagram, Twitter. And please leave your reviews on iTunes. It really helps us out. And thanks again, Madison. This was so much fun. Let's do it. I'm glad you had me. Thank you so much for having me. And I look forward to the Sandy and Madison sequel. I do too. (laughs) Yes. Remember, everybody listening, I'm available. (laughs) That's good. All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.